0: All right, I want to welcome on my next guest, the David Kinkapwala, NFL Network reporter. How's everything going?
1: Okay, we are apparently lifting shelter in place in stages in Pennsylvania, so that's kind of exciting. Although I don't really know what that means, I don't feel like we're just going to run out willy nilly now, but it's kind of exciting. It feels it's- like progress.
0: Yeah, so some people will run out. Some people have already ran out. So I remember uh, we,
1: we have seen that. We've seen that. Yeah, but the yeah. big thing was that Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf just said that professional sports teams can get back to work. So that obviously is significant.
0: Yeah, I remember because because my parents live in Maryland. So when when Larry Hogan he was he was like it was like two, three weeks ago Friday, and he was like All right, Friday at five o'clock we're lifting restrictions. And at four o'clock, there were protesters outside of the state house saying, "We want to open now." I'm like, "You can't wait sixty <laughs> One minutes. Hour. Sixty minutes, just chill." So, it, 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 I it, mean, really,
1: without getting too political, the protests and the way that people respond to this yeah. is just—it's really kind of yeah, it's interesting.
0: Dangerous. It's very yeah. interesting. So yeah, it's wild. But yeah, so 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 talking NFL, we're a little, almost, almost we're actually like a, about a month removed from the draft. So for the Steelers. Right. I don't think enough people are talking about Chase Claypool.
1: Are you really that big of a fan of his?
0: I, th- I, I wanted the Redskins to get him. I thought he was fantastic. I, I i really okay, do
1: tell me why why are you so crazy about him
0: i, I think he's got a, a good build he's canadian so i, I kind of i don't know why. i kind of like that in my receivers
1: uh, you I, should, I, don't you just feel like canadians are cooler like that's yeah. just so
0: good. <laughs> yeah like what's his name so here's another cool canadian the guy in the chiefs who's the doctor uh tardif he's cool, canadian. Yeah, get a cool working canadian. right
1: now as a doctor helping covid patients yeah
0: so so yeah but how do you like that fit because i think it's just another weapon that they really didn't need
1: Well, I think that that's something that we definitely expected them to do. You know, The Steelers are a team that love to say best available player and always take what they actually need. And we knew that they needed skill position help. And we also knew that Ben Roethlisberger needed somebody else to throw to. Here's a guy who's a big red zone target. He's somebody who's banking on. I mean, one of the first things that he said to the local media is that he wants to be that guy for Roethlisberger. And Roethlisberger needs someone like that that he can count on in those tight spaces in the red zone. You need somebody to take attention away from Juju Smith-Schuster a little bit. Frankly, I think that that's going to be Deontay Johnson. Interesting. But you need a lot more out of this Steelers offense this year. And it's hard to say, you know, they couldn't run the ball last year. They couldn't do much effectively. Is that because they were playing with Mason Rudolph and Doc Hodges? Or is that because this offense has really gone backwards in the last few
0: years? Yeah, and speaking of Juju Smith-Schuster, do you think he's got a chip on his shoulder since last year They really didn't go as planned?
1: I don't know that Juju's really a chip kind of guy. Uh, you know, it's funny because when we talked the first time, I said that you remind me of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is a chip kind of guy. He's somebody that likes being motivated in that way. I don't know that that's Juju. I think Juju's probably a little more you know, reasonable about the fact that he didn't get too many well-thrown balls. But I think Juju's also a smart young man, and he knows that there were a lot of catchable balls that he dropped a lot. and. When you're an Antonio Brown type receiver, when you're a number one, you don't drop those balls. I think you can hear my baby right now. So I have to tell you this really funny story. Anytime I would, I spent a lot of last season watching football on TV because I was home with my baby on maternity leave. When I would yell at Juju at the TV, she would always moan. Like this was a given. My husband and I would talk about this. When I would scream at the TV, Juju, you've got to catch that. She would get really upset with me. So now I'm talking about Juju dropping balls and you just hurt her. Did you just
0: um, hear her? Unbelievable. Really her. That's unbelievable. You, you should try to introduce him to her. Maybe the well, yeah. original.
1: Well, it's funny. Juju was a little disappointed that I didn't name her Juju. So there was no. that.
0: Nicknames always a nickname. So, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's what. And then flipping over to the defense, I, I think the Steelers are going to have the best defense in football this year. I've heard some people say Buffalo, some people just say New England. I think it, the defense defense was loaded last year. People Definitely, definitely,
1: definitely elite defense. I mean, from the time that Minka Fitzpatrick came on, I remember he was just kind of jumping in mid-season and had to sort of go with it. Now he has a whole off-season – Defensive coordinator Keith Butler has a whole offseason to figure out how all these pieces work. Now, they've lost their big man in the middle in Javon Hargrave, and that's not. Sorry, if you will learn this, sack one day when you are a parent. You need to, as much as my mother always said that she had eyes in the back of her head. You really do need to turn your eyes every so often. Um, this defense, seriously, this see, this is what has always been the path to success for the Steelers, and that is a great shutdown defense and a strong run game so now can they get that run game going and i do really believe they have that shutdown defense it'll be yeah. fun to watch i like defensive football yeah so. definitely
0: definitely and speaking of the run game so connor is, is he Do you think what bringing in anthony mcfarland from ball from uh, maryland maybe maybe kind of caught connor's attention or do you think no this job's mine
1: um no i think he knows that he needs to perform and stay healthy and there are quite a few running backs in that room right now quite frankly but being that you're from down there, what would you say about McFarland?
0: I, I, a, a lot Give of people thought, yeah, a lot, a lot of people thought he was going to fall further. But for the fact that they grabbed him, and you know what they can do at the running back position, I think it's scary for opposing teams. So.
1: You know, it's interesting because Le'Veon Bell always had a veteran backup, a guy like D'Angelo Williams, and yet the Steelers running back room right now is really very young. But the truth is, look, when they went from Todd Haley as offensive coordinator to Randy Feekner, they have not shown the same commitment to running the football. And they also lost offensive line coach Mike Munchak, which is no significant loss by any means. The run game just hasn't done what it needs to do the last two years. Part of it is being committed to running the ball. Part of it is being able to execute and run the ball. So we'll see. We'll see how that changes. I think that Ben Roethlisberger at the age of 38 and, you know, he's got a lot of pride and obviously the last time he played a full season, he threw for 5,000 yards. But I think he does know that he is better when he has a strong run game. And when you've got a defense like this, you don't want to exhaust them. What's the best way to kind of keep them fresh? By eating clock. How do you eat clock? You run the ball. So let's see. Let's see if the Steelers can run the ball a little bit better this year.
0: Do you think they're a real threat to the Baltimore Ravens this year?
1: You know, it's so funny. I think I really feel like this division has so much potential. Now, I said this a few years ago, and the division kind of fell apart. But you look at Cleveland, and now obviously there's a new head coach. There's a new, there's new coordinators. So let's see where all that goes. But it's kind of like – put up or show up time for Baker Mayfield. Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham will allegedly be healthier. I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Nick Chubbs. Then you've got Hunt in there. You've got this defense that has a ton of talent too. I mean, there are a lot of pieces in place there. And Andrew Barry, the GM, has done a very good job in this offseason kind of plugging where they need to. Okay, so Cleveland. Fell on their face a year ago. Expectations were through the roof. Yep. Didn't meet them. Certainly eyes are there and there is talent there. Now let's go to Baltimore. Defending champ, defending division champs. I mean, this Lamar Jackson is only going to be better. That defense is only going to be better. They added several wide receivers that I think only helped Jackson. I never, ever, ever, ever ever bet against John Harbaugh. I mean, I just am so sold on John Harbaugh as a head coach. So then you've got them, obviously. We just talked about the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger is coming back with a heck of a lot to prove, and he certainly wants to show that he's the last man standing in that draft class of his and that shutdown defense. And a look at Cincinnati. I mean, you've got this rookie quarterback in Joe Burrow. We didn't see much out of Cincinnati a year ago. Well, look at that offense, Zach. You've got A.J. Green. You've got Tyler Boyd. You've got Sean Ross. You've got T. Higgins, who they just drafted. You have Joe Mixon. Yeah. Gio Bernard. I mean, that is a lot. You spend all that money in the offseason on your offensive line, too. And by the way, it's almost like you have two first-round picks because of last year's first-round yep. pick. Never, never played. played. You got hurt. work. Yep. So, I mean, you could totally see Cincinnati doing yep. things right there. Okay. I, apparently, my daughter doesn't like me saying good things about Cincinnati either. So, but she was born in Cleveland, so maybe uh-huh. that's why.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, but speaking of the Browns, I thought the biggest need for them last year, outside of a head coach, was two solid tackles, and they did that. So Baker's right. gonna have more time. And you've got, yes. well, you, got you added Austin Hooper. You got did they grab the tight end from they get Troutman? Troutman from Bait Or they, I forgot who they got. They got the one of the one of the top tight ends in the draft. Right. Or you got Njoku. right. You got Najoku. Right. They're loaded. And I think and the, the fact that we were overhyped them so much last year, they didn't live up to expectations. Lamar kind of stole all the shine Baker had the year before. I think they're being slept on. And then, since Cincy, anything they do this year is a positive, nobody's expecting anything from them. Baltimore, I think it's just that they're the division to lose.
1: And I think that what you're saying, again, with the Browns, we expected them to take a left tackle in the first round they did. Jack Conklin is obviously an upgrade to as much as I personally really love Chris Hubbard. And we did see Baker Mayfield was running for his life. He was scared a year ago, and he didn't necessarily have the faith and trust that he needed to. So we'll see not having – you know, any sort of OTAs, not having any camp in June, what does that mean? And you tend to think that more veteran teams with veteran coaches and veteran quarterbacks and veteran systems or, you know, well-established systems sort of have a little bit of an advantage, but you never know. I mean, there's less to see on the other guys too. We'll see how that all works. And of course I'm talking with the expectation that there will indeed be training camp in August.
0: Do you think Baker's been shooting those insurance (laughs) commercials from home?
1: You know, he just talked the other day and said, he actually talked to his local media and he said that he's very purposely this off season trying to be quiet That the time. It's time for action and not talk right now.
0: Yeah, no, Cause like as soon as the team's eliminated from contention, cut the commercials off. Like, yeah. Like, like i can only see baker just running around the stadium for so long you
1: know zach that's a very old school thought that's how i feel about like stop yeah. celebrating when you're down yeah. i don't want to see you celebrate a touchdown when you're losing by a few touchdowns yeah. just shut up and play the game but yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A very, that's a very very old school way to <laughs> approach
0: yeah. that the team's down by four scores and they deflect the pass and they're celebrating like
1: what are you doing so- right exactly exactly
0: yeah and then who? who's a team outside of the this year that you think nobody's talking about
1: oh gosh I don't know it's tough because when I sit here and I think about teams that I'm intrigued by I'm obviously intrigued to see how San Francisco follows things up I mean there's no way I bet against Andy Reid either you know I feel I don't sometimes you can imagine a super bowl hangover don't necessarily see that right there i'm excited to see what brian flores does down in miami i thought that they grossly overachieved i think he's a great young coach and what they were able to do there was really interesting um i think i'm interested to see philip rivers and what he can do in indianapolis and being reunited with that offensive coordinator and is he really done or not
0: um yeah with rivers actually so so i heard so i I was looking up so so jonathan taylor they drafted apparently he had a little bit of an issue fumbling in um in madison so i think that they should do an incentive program like you fumble more than once every other game you got to watch all his kids for a weekend (laughs) yeah
1: and how many is he up to right now nine nine
0: nine. they have a full offense him and his wife they got a full offense so they're good to go
1: I can't, you know what? My hands are full with two. How do you do that? Especially when you're sheltering in place. I mean, really, when yeah. you can't go to the park or the playground or any of that.
0: Yeah, because I know <laughs> last year their stadium, they really wouldn't get that many fans. So you could bring them all. You can give them their own <laughs> section. You can bring them with their own section. They probably, you, can a you
1: know, time. it's funny. It's like Tony Robo talks about having a starting five, you know, or. uh what they're working on, getting a basketball team. And you're right. That is a whole offense right yeah, there.
0: Definitely. Defense.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then we're actually, so we're a couple of weeks removed from the last dance. What Do you have any big takeaways from that where you were just like, holy crap, this, I can't believe this happened?
1: Well, okay, I have to be honest. So I grew up, I'm born in New York City, grew up in New Jersey. I was a Knicks fan, you know, watching Charles Smith miss those uh, layups again, Tippins, whatever, painful. Um, Michael Jordan is who we thought Michael Jordan was, right? You know? I mean, it's not like he ever came across as this unbelievably nice guy. Um, I loved the device of having him watch. What it was people,
0: fantastic. He was no, a
1: iPad. <laughs> I loved it. I just want to go forward with that, yeah. right? Like, yeah. hey, I just need it. Baker. This is what Baker. You know, this is what was just yeah. said about you, <laughs> and see, those responses were just tremendous. I mean, it was fun. It, it was. I purposely. So I'm the person now, like when I watch something I'm tweeting also, but the last dance I just purely watched. There was no, you know, communal watching. It was just something my husband and I did. And it was kind of fun. It was like old school watching TV as opposed to, you know, watching on here until the president shuts down Twitter, I guess.
0: Absolutely. We're waiting for that. I wonder <laughs> I wonder what's what's in place to come up next. Maybe maybe uh what's his name? Tom from Tom from MySpace is like, all right, we're, we're ready to go or we're <laughs> locked, locked and loaded.
1: I was never a MySpace person. I was also never a Snapchat person. I never no. really got that. Sorry. No, Show no, Yeah. No.
0: Again, my, I wonder who's still on MySpace. I wonder I do want know somebody who's like that's the first thing they log into every day. I don't Does that know still I mean? exist? Maybe we'll see. I don't you know, know that's
1: what uh Belchak used to have fun with. He really? was like You're going to MySpace this or whatever, like (laughs) talking about Twitter.
0: That's wild. That's wild. And then I have one last question for you. So when everything kind of sort of resorts to normal, when everything's safe to do, when everything is fine to do what people usually were doing in their daily life, what's the first thing you're looking forward to doing?
1: Oh, God. I feel like I should... Bless you. Sorry. I feel like I should say something with my children, but quite frankly, I'm really excited to be back on a football field. Yeah, you know, it yeah. felt as if my I, uh, I, I missed a lot of last season because my daughter was born two months early and everything that was associated with that. And then I was covering the Ravens uh, in the playoffs and then they obviously had their playoff run cut yep. short. And uh, I miss that. I miss the sideline. I miss I miss games, I miss the energy and atmosphere of that. I I really sort of, you know, I'm very much a, we have to make lemonade out of lemons. And so if there are no fans, it'll be interesting to hear the cadence and hear the coaches call and plays and just see some old school football in the sense that even if you know what's coming, stop it, you know? And what happens with that? It'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but I'll certainly, you know, miss the energy that fans give you and the excitement. And when people call down and tell you they watch the NFL Network, which is always my favorite thing of
0: football games, right? Um, Was that the police just banging on your door? Yeah, I I don't know. uh,
1: (laughs) It's mass chaos here, Okay, (laughs) Four-year-old, eight-month-old, two parents working from home, a house under renovation that will never be done, apparently. Yeah, just crazy.
0: Are, have you been doing any teaching? I know a lot of, like, teaching has a lot of been like, coming on a lot of parents nowadays. Or, like, uh, yeah. yeah. And I was
1: ready to transfer my kid out of my class on day one.
0: Send him to the principal.
1: someone just sent me this great line. They used to say it takes a village to raise a child. Well, now it takes a vineyard to
0: <laughs> raise a <laughs> I child. I like that. I like that. Well, this has been awesome. So for people that don't already follow you on social media, how can they find you?
1: I am at a Kinkabwala. That's a K-I-N-K-H-A-B-W-A-L-A. And funny story, I never actually created my first Twitter account. Somebody else did that for me. And then once I realized that could be pretty complicated, that people would have to find my last name or yeah. know how to spell it, then I got over it and figured, why not? I mean, it could be a spelling bee question someday, right? Definitely. My Instagram is much easier. It's at a DDNFL, A-D-I-T-I-N-F-L.
0: You want to teach like language arts you could ask your children to spell their last name uh, i Say, mean hey. you know what
1: the truth of the matter is my four-year-old he needs to write out his first name and his last name <laughs> if he wants to watch the ipad so we've got this whole notebook with these things where every day he's writing out nico or guinness just so he can watch the ipad
0: awesome awesome well this has been a lot of fun thank you so much again and i'm glad everyone's oh. doing well this has been awesome thank you so thanks much thanks for
1: having me anytime and this is great to be here
0: absolutely What up? This is Robert Ory. You might know me as Big Shot Bob, and I want you to check out my new podcast, The Big Shot Bob Pod. We'll always be talking hoops, football, sports, and I'm going to bring you some big guests like Lakers legend Shaquille O'Neal in our premiere episode. I know I didn't come in train and camp to count the best of shape, but... Well, well you um, did one time. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 <laughs> subscribe now to The Big Shot Bob Pod on the Podcast One app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to podcasts.